Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Jasmine Minchez, and in this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. Today, we're going to be talking about contemporary poet Naomi Shiab Nye. Born in St. Louis, Missouri on March 12, 1952, Naomi Shiab Nye was raised in Jerusalem, Ramallah, and San Antonio, Texas. Her father, a Palestinian refugee, was a journalist and writer, while her mother, an American of German and Swiss descent, was a teacher. Shiab Nye's parents deeply influenced her work. She has said that she feels grateful to have grown up in such an open-minded household with parents who were so encouraging of her creative interests. Growing up hearing her father's life stories and her mother reading to her, she was surrounded by storytelling from a young age. In part, she attributes this to her own interest in writing. Shiab Nye wrote her first poems when she was around six years old and distributed them to the people around her. She shared in an interview with On Being that she always felt like she was living in a poem, that her life was the poem. Drawn to poetry's compact form, Shiab Nye wrote about all sorts of things, her friends and teachers, the trees, cats, her German grandmother. One crucial experience came when her first grade teacher allowed her to post a poem she had written about Chicago on a bulletin board outside of her classroom, and an older girl told her that she had been to Chicago and understood what she had written about. Shiab Nye describes the electrical happiness she felt then and has been chasing ever since. Describing herself as a writer from that moment on, Shiab Nye began to send her poems to be published in children's magazines and has not stopped publishing since. Shiab Nye's first two chapbooks were published in 1977 and 1978. Both Tattooed Feet and Eye to Eye are free verse collections that tackle the topic of journeying and wandering. Her work is inspired in part by her own nomadic childhood. When she was 14, her family moved to the West Bank before returning to San Antonio before the outset of the Six-Day War in 1967. Other aspects of her Middle Eastern identity are also interspersed throughout her work. Writing about the ongoing violence in the Middle East and the Israeli-Palestinian conflict in her collections Yellow Glove and Red Suitcase, Shiab Nye writes about her own experiences within these political conflicts, as well as the bravery of immigrants and refugees more broadly. Shiab Nye has also written about other seminal personal experiences. For instance, her poem Kindness was written to process a violent incident that occurred on her honeymoon in South America when she and her husband were robbed and a man who was on their bus was killed. But her poetry also lingers on images of everyday beauty and on nature, especially deriving images from the places she has lived. Along with her poetry, Shiab Nye has published books of essays, edited anthologies, poetry translations, and children's books, including the young adult novel, Habibi. Shiab Nye majored in religion at Trinity University in San Antonio. She has received awards from the International Poetry Forum and the Texas Institute of Letters, the National Book Critics Circle Lifetime Achievement Award, and four Pushcart Prizes. She has also been a National Book Award finalist, a Lannan Fellow, a Guggenheim Fellow, and a Witter Biner Fellow. Nye served as a Chancellor of the Academy of American Poets from 2010 to 2015, and has been the poetry editor for the Texas Observer for over 20 years. She is a professor of creative writing at Texas State University, where she lives with her husband, Michael Nye, 
an attorney, photographer, and writer with whom she has one son. Shiabnai has shared that her main advice to young writers is to read poems both like and unlike the ones you might write. Read widely, voraciously, open-heartedly. Other poets, she says, are the greatest gift any poet can ask for. She has said that the works of some of her greatest influences, including W.S. Merwin, William Stafford, Jane Hirschfield, Jane Kenyon, and Lucille Clifton, stretch my ear, my mind, my sense of language, they open up the universe. Though much of her work presents her as a kind of wanderer within poetry, language, and literature, she says that she is able to find a sense of home. The poem I'm going to share with you today is titled, How Do I Know When a Poem is Finished? The title introduces its self-referential nature, for the poem uses an extended metaphor to meditate on the act of writing itself. This is, How Do I Know When a Poem is Finished? When you quietly close the door to a room, the room is not finished. It is resting, temporarily, glad to be without you for a while. Now it has time to gather its balls of gray dust, to pitch them from corner to corner. Now it seeps back into itself, unruffled and proud. Outlines grow firmer. When you return, you might move the stack of books, freshen the water for the roses. I think you could keep doing this forever. But the blue chair looks best with the red pillow, so you might as well leave it that way. I love the calm cadence here. This is a poem that sings its own praise when you see it on paper and sounds like a bird's song when you hear it read aloud. Shiab Nye exhibits fair use of enjambment that draws the eye down line by line like a cascade of water. The line, I think you could keep doing this forever, is where I remember the importance of the title again. The room is a poem, and Shiab Nye points out that there will always be adjustments you can make, furniture to be moved, and cleaning to get done. But just as the blue chair looks best with the red pillow, the poem is finished when you decide to stop adjusting. Thank you all so much for joining us on this week's episode. Get Lit Minute is a production of Get Lit Words Ignite. This podcast is produced by Samuel Curtis, executive produced by Diane Luby Lane, and engineered by Cyrus Roberts. This episode was researched and written by Sakura Price and edited by Bridget Yang. Lucas Lane is our digital editor and our editorial advisors are Kelly Grace Thomas and Colleen Hamilton. Special thanks to the entire GetLit staff and donors who make this work possible, the teachers who use this podcast to educate their students, and to all students of life everywhere for tuning in and spending time with us today. If you want to hear more, check out the rest of our episodes on our website, getlit.org. That's G-E-T-L-I-T dot O-R-G.